from now until we get into heaven, we're going to fall short on a day in and doubt basis. We're going to need the blood of Jesus to cover us in the grace of Jesus to reconcile us back to him. This is the Uncomfortable Truth. Hello and welcome back to The Uncomfortable Truth, Season 5, Episode 2. We're on all the platforms. Hit the buttons at the bottom. Help us reach more people for Jesus. Share, subscribe, like, all those good things. Sean is full of it today. Mm -hmm. That means not full of it, full of uncomfortable intros. What do you got for us now? God's been preparing me, man. That's a lot of experience here with uncomfortable (laughs) things, huh? Yeah, uh, and this was, uh, it it wasn't uncomfortable. It was pretty funny, you know, but I thought it was going to be uncomfortable at first. We were at a fundraiser, um, I think it was last weekend, or maybe the weekend before, weekend before last. And uh, anyway, Finn's Friends, do you know what Finn's Friends is? Never heard of it. I have heard of it. Yeah, um, Paula and Dan Florskakowski, their son, uh, he, um, I think he's around four, four years old, and um, he's got a, 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 a terminal disease uh, that a lot of kids, and I can't think of the name of it, it's a, it's a crazy name that I, okay. I can hardly pronounce and anyway um he was there and they got they got uh they let him come up there and he was like drawing the raffles and doing a bunch of different things cutest kid on the planet mm-hmm. ever and uh they were and they were like uh Finn's got a joke to tell and uh and the lady said and it's a dirty joke oh gosh and I was like <laughs> I was like oh gosh. how old's this kid four. Oh, okay <laughs> yeah little boy all right, Finn, here we go. <laughs> and I was like, all right, you know, what's this going to be? And um, anyway, he got up there and he said, uh, how many knees do little boys have? And uh, Oh, I heard he, this one. When he, Winston he said, tells this joke, I he think. He said he's got uh, bo- little boys have a left knee, a right knee, and a weenie. <laughs> <laughs> how'd, how'd it go over the crowd? Oh, everybody just died laughing, okay. you know. And uh, I was like, oh, gosh. You Star know? of the show. Yeah, he stole it right there. <laughs> yeah, That's awesome. It was uh, it was really cool. But uh, for a second there, I think for some people in the crowd, it was uncomfortable. Yeah. <laughs> was this event at a church? No, no. It was just out um, at a, at a uh, country club. Yeah, at the Tempest Country Club. Okay. Everybody played golf. Man, I, that raised a lot of money. Good. I mean, it was really it was a great event and um, uh, great cause. Who's yeah. that Christian comedian <clears throat> guy that does comedian stuff at churches and he plays the guitar some and has silly silly songs? I can't remember his name, but he totes the line. Of like being in church and being a comedian, yes, he it's does. pretty funny. Crystal, um, it's Christ. Oh, you're talking about John? Oh, that's John Chris, okay. and he really totes that yeah. line. Sometimes he goes over, over. Yeah. the line. Often, I think. I don't know who the other guy is. I have to find it. Yeah. Obi, will you open us up, and then Sean's going to get us going. <clears throat> sure will. Lord, we're just so happy to be back in the studio. Uh, Lord, just planting seeds for you, um, you know, pointing people in your direction, Lord, to your light. Lord, we pray that you would just give us a light that would shine to that we could uh, point people to you, that we could just lead them, 
guide them, direct them down your path, Lord. Uh, we're just grateful for the opportunity to be able to talk about you, to be, to live in a country where we can uh, discuss you, uh, even though everybody might not agree, even though it may be uncomfortable. We're we're here and and we're ha- we're given the opportunity to do just that. And anyway, I thank you for these men, uh, Lord. I just pray that you would use us uh, to to lead people down your path, and we ask this in your holy and precious name. Amen. Amen. So uh, I want to start off by reading a Bible verse. This was a devotional I did the other day, and I felt like it's uh, it really uh, resonated with me, and uh, and it was a uh, it was inspired by a YouTube sermon that I heard, and um, and it just uh, it it made me want to write about it, and then also talk about it today. And so uh, in Psalms forty six sixteen, it says, "Cease." striving and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted in all the earth. Hold up. Psalms 46 only has 11 verses. Psalms 46.10. Oh, 46.10. Okay, yeah. sorry. What did I say? 46.16. Uh, 46.10. All right, got it. Could you read it one more time? Yep. See striving and know that I am God. I will be exalted among all nations... I will be exalted in the earth. Okay? Cease striving. Yep, that's that's what's sticking out to me. So whenever you wake up every morning, okay, one of the things I kind of want to, I guess, ask you guys, are you automatically thinking, you know, what am I what am I doing? What are my efforts today? What are my, I mean, like one of the first things that I do is I pray and then I, I thank God and I ask for opportunities to tell others about his son. I thank him for another day. I try to, I try to not to take anything for granted, like my health, the health of my parents, the health of my children. And I, and I kind of have several things that I go through to, to show my gratitude to God and, uh, and, and the life that he's given me. And then my next thought is, what have, I, what have I done lately? What have I done lately for the Lord? You know, what have I, uh, and in my mind, and this is something that I'm, I'm, I'm guilty of, is in my mind, and it's, I feel like this is a trap that Satan sets for, for all, all believers, all those who believe. And uh, he's like, you're not good enough. Uh, he wants you to believe that you're not good enough or that you're not doing enough. And, uh, you know, and uh, God is not up there in heaven. <clears throat> I think that we have the misconception, a lot of people have the misconception that God's up there in heaven putting another marble in the coffee can. And this is Shane Goswick's co- mm-hmm. coffee can, okay? Yeah. And or like, I, or like, like did, a cussing jar or something. He, he did something good today. There, there's, another, there's another marble, you know? Mm-hmm. And, and, and at the end of the day, if there's not enough marbles over here in your coffee can... You're not going to make it into heaven. Yeah, you know uh, it's not happening, and which is an absolute lie straight from the gates of hell. Correct? I'm mm-hmm. correct. Is that 100? percent Yeah. And um, so, how do we make it into heaven? What what is the what is the one all end all answer of 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 how of how we get there? Shane, to put you on the spot. It's just a and it's a relationship with Jesus Christ. That's right, brother. That's it. And uh, the truth is, is that our works will not make us holy or righteous in God's eyes. Our belief in Jesus Christ and what he did at Calvary is the only way we're going to make it into heaven. That's it. There's no, um, uh, you know, our good works are, are filthy rags. 
Okay. They're not, it's not, I'm not saying it's a bad thing, but Mm -hmm. our, even our best efforts are not going to get us into heaven. Is that correct? Yeah. That's what the Bible says. Mm -hmm. So how do you get past that, Sean? Like the, the idea that I'm not good enough, right? Works aren't going to get me there, but my, my face should show my works. So my belief in, in what, in my notes here, I got Jesus made me clean. Jesus made me righteous, right? Uh, my belief alone is what makes us one with Christ. And when you believe, obedience is going to follow. So if you are truly a spirit-filled Christian, if you are truly a spirit-filled believer, obedience is going to follow. You will know them by their fruits. Okay? What are those fruits? Those fruits are serving, loving, helping. Uh, You are going to... Fruits of the Spirit. You, yeah, yeah, you are going to want. I mean, if you are spirit filled and you love the Lord, you are going to want to be obedient to God. Well, how do you? And let's back, let's let's take a step back. And you know, you said if you are spirit filled, if you are spirit filled, you know, we believe that if you believe that Jesus Christ <clears throat> is your Lord and Savior, and you've accepted Him as your Lord and Savior, mm-hmm. that the Spirit of God indwells in you Mm -hmm. the holy spirit the holy spirit of god dwells in you and resides in your heart and that makes you spirit filled that's right okay let's let's take it back further than that like for people who this may be the first time they're ever hearing this like this this stuff's kind of hard to believe so the way that it's written in the bible is that there's a holy trinity and like three in one is how that's explained. You have God, who's the Father, the Father of all, the Creator of everything. Then you have Jesus, who is His Son, who came to Earth to to die. And after Jesus died, the Holy Spirit was created. Correct. That's correct. So that people on Earth would have some way to communicate with God and Jesus. That's correct. Mm-hmm. That is correct. And and so anyway, if you're once once you've accepted Christ as your personal Lord and Savior, the Holy Spirit indwells you. You are spirit filled, and what Sean is saying, obedience and conviction follow. It, it, if if you truly did accept Christ, that and and He indwells in you, then oh, the desire for obedience and the desire to be refined into the image of Jesus Christ, into God's image, happens. It just happens. You can't stop it. It's it's something. It's something that is unstoppable. Mm-hmm. It's it's a it's a thing, and it's different for everyone. Okay, mm-hmm. it's completely different for everyone. For me, it may look like this, and for you, it may look a lot different. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, the it's almost it's almost like a conscience enters your body, and you're able to decipher somewhat between right and wrong a little easier. It's it's like that God convicts you and lets you know if you're not doing something that he would approve of. And God excites you and pushes you along whenever you're being obedient and you're filling your cup with things of Christ and things that that uh, that honor him. You're serving his people. You're doing the things that he's called us to do as his children. And so, yeah, that's that that's that's how that's how the Christian life works. There's more of a general standard 
than there was before because before if you're if you're creating your own I'm putting this in quotations general standard or laws or laws we're, we're human those things change mm-hmm. like day to day like did you wake up today having the same thoughts and feelings that you woke up yesterday well maybe they were similar but take that to 10 years did you wake up today the same the same way having the same thoughts and ideas and feelings that you had 10 years ago absolutely not that's none right. of us do that's right none of us do but <clears throat> so back to what i feel like a lot of christians struggle with is did i do enough good for god today in order to make it did i do enough good in order to to get into the gates of heaven okay and um that is almost blasphemy you know thinking that you can do enough good to get into the gates of heaven it's by jesus christ and jesus christ alone and there's no other there's no other good that you could have done you know and uh so i I feel like that that can steal your joy thinking that you're not good enough yeah that you're not for sure uh, there's a verse that talks about like all good things come from god mm -hmm. i can't remember what it is what i struggle with more than the the doing the works, which I, I struggle with that. I think a lot of people do. Sure. Is the basis of my effort. Is the basis of my effort enough? Not the works themselves, mm-hmm. but the idea of like, am I chasing after him wholeheartedly? Mm-hmm. Because this is where I'm at recently is, am I chasing after the Lord wholeheartedly? Am I giving it my best effort? Because I know in my head right now I'm not. Mm-hmm. And what does that look like if I decide to do that? And then what is this middle ground that I'm in right now? It's kind of an apathetic, you know, situation point of view. I'm kind of at a a point where it's like crap or get off the pot. I mean, that's a terrible analogy, but like you're going to put in your best effort and, and really, really try or you're not, but don't pretend to be somewhere and acting like you are putting in your best effort. Does that make sense? That's what I'm telling myself. Yeah, it's it's like, first of all, the basis of, of your effort, like when I hear that, I think that in your mind, maybe you're thinking you have an ulterior motive to love certain may, and maybe and lead lead people to the Lord. Like, is that what you're, are you, is that what you're saying? Like, you feel like that maybe the basis isn't, I'm, I'm living my life. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm living my life, or at least I'm, I'm pretending to live my life to honor God and all things, but that's not the basis of actually what I'm doing. I think deep down in my heart, like what the, uh, what I'm thinking there is if I know the Lord has called me to get my butt out of bed and get in the word and have a relationship with him. If I'm not like really doing that consistently, right. Then am I, am I making an effort? If I'm not, uh, calling out to, to repent of sin consistently, because that's a day to day thing, right? We sin every day. If I'm not doing that, am I, am I making that effort? If I'm not making the effort to pray consistently, to have that communication with the Lord, like that's what I struggle with is like this dichotomy of like what I say that I may want to be or who I am. And then what's really going on, or maybe the, the presence or what I put off are those two, 
are those two things real? Are they the same? That makes sense. Yeah, it does. And I feel like that it goes back to Sean's original discussion Mm -hmm. um, on that. You know, we, we think in our minds, you know, did I do enough? Mm. Have I done enough? Yeah. Am I doing enough? You f- do you think effort correlates with works? I think that effort correlates with works. That's that's the what I, that's what I think. I don't yeah. know if I'm right. Yeah, I don't. I don't um, either. I, I don't know if I'm right, but I know. I, 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 know. I think I understand what you're saying. You mean like um, is your? I believe you're saying is your basis for your glory or God's glory or. or or your, or is it your yeah, drive? Yeah, I mean, I is guess your, is it yeah, your drive. drive. It's your, it's, okay. it's drive. Okay. Yeah, that's a better way to put it. Drive. What, what is my drive and do, like, kind of dialing it. You know how you go through, um, like, when you grow up, you go to church with your parents. That's how we grew up, mm-hmm. right? We grew up in East Texas. You're going to church when the doors are open. Generally, a lot of times we had a key and we would go to church when the doors weren't open. Yeah. You know, um, and you you formed your basis of faith around who your parents were, what their faith was, um, and who the pastor was and what his faith was. And then as you get older and you get in college, you may go astray for a little while, you may not, and you start to maybe come back and you form you form the basis of your faith based on people you know around you, your leaders at the church, other influential figures. You're raising. Right. It all comes together at that point. It's like yes. everything comes together yes to form your faith i think i'm having another crisis of faith right now right i think i'm reformulating my faith and it's more about being true i don't say being true to myself because that's that's some bull crap that you know we hear in today's world but being true to myself enough in the fact that i know that i'm giving my best effort that my efforts and actions line up with my drive yeah. and that if my drive is going to be this, then let it be this. Mm-hmm. And if it's not going to be this, then let it be this. Right. But don't be lukewarm somewhere in the That's middle. That's right. At the end of the day, you know, you, well, you said truth. We want to know what the truth is, right? Mm-hmm. And the truth will set you free. And the truth is, is God's not up there tallying our little chalkboard, yeah, you know, under Shane, Sean, and Obi. Good or bad, he, he's he's right? not. You know, it, I I feel like that at the end of the day, he knows our our heart, and our heart is to we we are because we are uh, spirit filled and we love the Lord and we believe that Jesus Christ and we believe that uh, in the death, burial, and resurrection, you know, of uh, God's one and only Son that He sent to die on the cross for our sins, and we repent of our sins, and we are we are doing these things, uh, you know, and we believe in this and um, in this fact, and we believe that it's real, mm. and because of that, you know, I, I feel like that our hearts are we want to do the podcast and we want to do these things, and it's not for our glory and praise, and and I and I and so I. I want to sit here and say, you know, you're human, you're human, uh, I, I think uh, your human nature automatically is going to be like, hey, you think, you automatically think, man, what if we could get a million, a million subscribers, right? I mean, you think about all that, and then that's self-gratifying, but mm-hmm. it's not about that at the end of the day. We're just trying to to get the name of, of Jesus out there 
And uh, but it's easily to it's e so easy to get confused. It's so easy to start uh, tallying up. Uh, you know, are you doing enough good? And mm. and it's so easy to get sucked into that and, and the devil's trap of thinking that you're not good enough or you're doing this for your glory, right? Not God's, you know. And and uh, and you start believing these lies. And man, it's depressing. It can yeah. you can so easily get sucked into that trap. And anyway, so at the end of the day, I go back to our sin nature. I go back to the fact that. The wages of sin is death, and that, and that, and that we are going to sin. Adam and Eve set the stage for what our lives were going to be like from day one, and at the end of the day, from now until we get into heaven, we're going to fall short on a day in and doubt basis. Yeah, it's 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 we're going to fall short. Man, it's hard for me to reconcile that in my head. Yeah, you know, it's it's, it's difficult. Gosh, it's hard. It's mm -hmm. difficult, but that's where the blood of Jesus comes yeah. in, and that's where our hope comes in. It's yeah. like, yeah, this side of heaven, we're gonna fall short every day, and we're going to need the blood of Jesus to cover us and the grace and the mercy of Jesus to reconcile us back to Him, to pull us back to Him. And there's never going to be a situation where we've done enough, given enough effort. We're never. all we're always mm -hmm. going to fall short. naturally go to that selfish, ambitious state. We're going to go to that, I'm doing this for me, mm. for me, for me. And we have to recognize that that's our nature. And we have to recognize that we have to flip that script and change it. Yeah. And, and I think that what we all struggle with sometimes is, did I really flip the script? Like, did I am I really just doing this to honor God? Yeah. Like, or is is it? Am I really changed? Am, am I really I, different? That's right. Mm -hmm. Am I am I am I really different? Did I did I yep. really did I really is is the Holy Spirit really inside of me helping direct my path? You know, and and truly believing that and again and that all goes back to faith. Yeah. You know? right. It goes back to faith and and just trusting that there is a God and he does desire good things for us. And even though our sin nature will never leave us, you know, yeah. even though it's never going to go away, that's why Jesus is, exists. He exists to allow us a way to God, a, 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 very, a way through God, through his forgiveness and through his grace that he gives us that we would be doomed without, you know. I, I think it's a great place to close out. Yeah, and I think I've, so too. I've got uh, uh, a question for you guys on the next episode. Cool. It's going to be uncomfortable. <laughs> Join us for the next episode. Appreciate y'all being here. Go kick today in the face, and we'll catch you on the next one. <laughs>